I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Cacnea. Cacti are hardy little plants adapted to survive in the driest, least hospitable places on Earth. They can hold large amounts of water, collected through wide but shallow roots. They have mostly traded leaves for sharp spines, which provide a little shade, prevent airflow, and keep away hungry herbivores. All useful factors for retaining water. While there is one species native to the African continent and parts of Asia, the majority of cactus species are unique to the Americas. A tall green cactus with arms at odd, disjointed angles is a quintessential image of cowboy movies. These days, cacti are popular houseplants thanks to the ease of keeping them alive. Cacnea is the cactus Pokemon, a spherical little beastie with small feet, long arms and numerous spines, culminating in a yellow crown, either a flower or collection of thorns, atop its head. Cacnea's big grinning face on the front gives the impression of a Halloween jack-o'-lantern, with eyes peering from the darkness and a mouth made of separate circular holes. It could be kind of creepy, but somehow it still feels cute instead. The name Cacnea obviously comes from cactus, and perhaps Cactacea, the name for the plant family to which all cacti belong. The Japanese name is Sabonia, coming from the Japanese word for a cactus, Sabaten. Appropriately enough, most of Cacnea's Pokedex entries are straight-laced cactus factoids. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Cacnea lives in arid locations such as deserts. It releases a strong aroma from its flower to attract prey. When prey comes near, this Pokémon shoots sharp thorns from its body to bring the victim down. Pokémon Sapphire tells us, The more arid and harsh the environment, the more pretty and fragrant a flower Cacnea grows. This Pokémon battles by wildly swinging its thorny arms. Pokémon Emerald tells us, Cacnea live in deserts with virtually no rainfall. It battles by swinging its thick, spiked arms. Once a year, a yellow flower blooms. A Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green told us, It prefers harsh environments, such as deserts. It can survive for 30 days on water stored in its body. In the anime, James of Team Rocket had a very affectionate Cacnea, who only ever wanted to hug him. Cacnea's sharp spines made this unpleasant for James, but pretty funny for us. Cacnea is a pure grass type, and a little cutie, but that creepiness factor is pushed much further when, at level 32, it evolves into Cacturn. A grass and dark type, Cacturn is the Scarecrow Pokémon. Scarecrows are a common sight around the world and throughout time. Fake people propped up in farms to trick birds into thinking it's unsafe to come and eat seeds. Scarecrows can be as simple as a shirt on a stick with a hat at the top, or elaborate affairs of clothes stuffed with straw and heads sewed together from sacks. They trick birds, sure, but also people. 
When I'm hiking through rice fields here in Japan, I often catch a scarecrow in the corner of my eye and think it's a real person. Sometimes I've come across one suddenly and it's made me jump, particularly with the creepy local habit of using lifelike mannequins. The combination of scarecrow's ubiquity and undeniable creepiness means they appear commonly in mythology, popular culture, and horror stories. The oldest written history of Japan, the Kojiki, makes little distinction between real facts and mythology, and features a scarecrow deity who cannot move but knows everything. Known as Kuebiko, he represents the wisdom of farmers and has appeared in various video games and anime. The typical European scarecrow, with its sewn-up face, has some friendly incarnations in popular culture, like Wurzel Gummidge or the hapless companion of Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Mostly, though, scarecrows live up to their name and serve as objects of fear, be that through the enemy of Batman or countless horror films in which people are turned into scarecrows or attacked by scarecrows or whatever else. Cacturn is a grass and dark type Pokemon with a humanoid body made of the arms of a cactus and a pointed hat like a typical rice farmer or Asian scarecrow, tilted low over a leering face. Spines run all over its body, and the overall appearance is very much like a character from The Nightmare Before Christmas. A couple of Cacturn's Pokedex entries are unassuming cactus facts, similar to Cacnea. Pokemon Ruby tells us, During the daytime, Cacturn remains unmoving so that it does not lose any moisture to the harsh desert sun. This Pokemon becomes active at night when the temperature drops. And Pokemon Emerald tells us, After spending thousands of years in harsh deserts, its blood transformed into the same substances as sand. It is nocturnal, so it hunts at night. But then you start getting to the real creepy stuff. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, If a traveler is going through a desert in the thick of night, Cacturn will follow in a ragtag group. The Pokémon are biding their time, waiting for the Traveler to tire and become incapable of moving. And Pokémon Fire Red tells us, It lives in deserts. It becomes active at night. When it hunts for prey exhausted from the desert's heat. As someone who already feels pretty creeped out, when the sun has gone down, it's pitch black and the wind is chilly, and I'm dragging myself along the final leg of an inadvisably long walk in the countryside, the last thing I need is to be imagining that the plants and the scarecrows around me are coming to life. Someone else spooked by the scarecrow was composer for this podcast, Jonathan Cromie. The scarecrow walks at midnight. Hello, Luke Loves Pokemon. Jonathan Cromie, the composer for the show here. Hope you're all enjoying the show. I'm coming to talk to you today about Cacturn. Not about Cacnea, I'm afraid. I don't really have much to say about a sort of little ball with two big arms. Uh, no, I'm coming to talk to you about Cacturn, the, uh, the taller one with the dark typing. Um, now, if you wonder why I was doing that sort of silly voice at the start, it's because I have always been a giant wuss when it comes to horror in general. I don't like horror films, I don't really like horror books, I definitely don't like playing horror games. But back when I was in sort of primary school, when I was sort of six, seven, maybe that, like everybody else at my school, I read the Goosebumps books. Goosebumps were a set of 
pulpy children's horror novels written by American author R.L. Stein, with such delightful titles as Say Cheese and Die and Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, if you get the pun. Um, and I enjoyed reading these sort of as much as some of my friends at the time, probably slightly less than others because, I, as I say, I was a massive wuss. Fast forward a few years, and um, before I sort of became a fully Nintendo fanboy, I picked up a game called Escape from Horrorland on on the PC. It was an FMV point-and-click adventure that was meant to be a sequel to one of the uh, Goosebumps books called One Day at Horrorland, in which you tried to escape from a sort of haunted theme park. And one of the bits that I remember is tapping on pumpkins in a sequence so that they, you know, the syllables that they said made the sentence The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight which I believe is the title of another one of the Goosebumps books and the Scarecrow did then walk very briefly at midnight and open the door for you to carry on your adventure. Now, the reason I'm going on about all this is because Scarecrows are scary. Um, Luke may very well have covered this in the main part of the podcast, but they are frightening facsimiles of human beings, um, quite often sort of veering uncomfortably into the uncanny valley when they're sort of more than just a sack on a pole. And I like the idea of haunted scarecrows, in theory, maybe more so than in practice. Again, massive worse. And that's why I like Cacturn. Very clearly, based on scarecrows as well as cacti, I did have one for one of my playthroughs of um, Pokemon Sapphire. I liked it. I liked its high attack stats. I liked its special move needle arm. Just wished it was a bit faster. Um, but yeah, um, the scarecrow did walk at midnight. I enjoyed walking with it over the Hoenn region. And yeah, I've got quite a soft spot for Cacto. That's all from me. Enjoy the rest of the pod. The name Cacturn and the Japanese name Noctis both combine the same two English words, Cactus and Nocturnal, though the English name could also be a reference to Jack O'Lanterns, with its head looking very much like one, and with pumpkins sometimes serving as heads for scarecrows. Whether or not you think Cacturn is a spooky Pokemon, it was definitely a terrifying opponent if it was thrown out back in its debut third generation. The ability Sandveil meant that, in a sandstorm, all attacks had reduced accuracy against Cacturn, even moves which would usually be 100% accurate. It also made clever use of laying down a substitute and then using Absorb to get its health back, laid down spikes to frustrate the other team, and landed pretty powerful hits with grass and dark type moves. As sandstorms have lost their permanence, and a few of its moves have been nerfed, Cacturn has fallen from prominence, but back in the day, this was a scary scarecrow. Cacturn has the odd distinction of never appearing in the anime after Generation 3, despite having no legal battles like Kadabra or controversies like Jinx. It had no Pokedex entries in Generation 7, and made no appearance at all in Generation 8. It feels like a forgotten Pokemon at this point, but I remember it and I would love to see it doing its spooky thing again. 
At least I could take photos of Cagnia in New Pokemon Snap. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is by me, Luke Summerhays. Funding comes from Patreon. If you want to support the show, help to keep it online, and hear episodes early, go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. There you can find other shows my friends and I make. Like Monster Mash, a Monster Hunter podcast with a format like this one but far more banter, and Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary, in which we recently covered a few horror movies, if spooky scarecrows are your bag. Our next couple of Pokemon will be Swablu and Zangoose, so get in touch about those or any other monster on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I love Cacnea, and remember, I love you too.